Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Jimmy Fallon, good morning. How are you? Uh, it's a big deal, Dawn. I'm going to try not to get emotional. <laughs> uh, I'm, ex- I'm excited to get the band back together. New York's a little bit of a mess. We just had a crane collapse like uh, two blocks from where we work here at Fox. And, oh my goodness. Uh, yeah, listen, uh, crazy. Uh, no fatalities, which is obviously uh, a reason to give thanks. And as a local, uh, obviously nice to see something collapsing besides my Yankees. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Take care. So, um, so, you know, we in, it's a local story for us in the Philadelphia region with Hunter mm-hmm. Biden in this courtroom in a, local in air quotes in Delaware, a Wilmington, Delaware courtroom where it's a federal charge and they're calling it a sweetheart deal, a plea deal. But he, he, you know, Hunter, he's, he's had it rough and there was a little misunderstanding about, you know, what's going on in, in the court here today. (laughs) A little misunderstanding, Jimmy. You know, (laughs) his attorneys call in last night and essentially prank and say they were the other legal team. Like, who gets away with that? You well, know? What's so, yeah, what's so fascinating is the desperation of a move like that means the documents they were trying to get rid of are seriously consequential. Because what happens is, like, up until now, Hunter and his legal team have behaved like people who knew they were going to get away with it. Now, uh, the Republicans taking back the House has kind of changed the calculus on that. And that's shown in the desperation of a whole like that. Like, that's ridiculous. Like, that's uh, a prank phone call is like a step away Remember in cartoons when three children would stack on top of each other in a trench coat and pretend they were an adult that could get into some place? <laughs> like, if the prank call didn't work, they were going to have their kids dress up, three of their kids dress up as one adult and walk in there and be like, Hi, I'm a lawyer from the Republican team. <laughs> yeah, and in, in this one, for these, the audacity of somebody, uh, you know, and, and to do this and then to expect a judge to just go, yeah, yeah, it's just a little misunderstanding. You know, we understand. Misunderstandings happen in life. You know. I'm, yeah. There, well, listen, either somebody, either somebody inside that court, either the judge, you know, or the prosecutors are just completely in the tank or they're about to rip this thing out. Because given what we now know uh, from the whistleblowers, from the behavior of Hunter's legal team, uh, it would appear that this was a deal that was cleverly constructed to run out the clock on bigger offenses, as I'm sure you've noted. Oh, yes. And I don't see how, you know, they could expect us to have any buy-in into the legitimacy of the legal process 
if you just start burying stuff in plain sight, you know, yeah. uh, this is, you know, an OJ jury level of malfeasance in terms of, you know, not convicting or in this case, pursuing a higher charge. So I have a pretty wild day, but I will say this do every time I have this conversation about Hunter, there's part of me that wants to get mad at him. There's part of me, honestly, that just wants to hang out with him. I mean, this guy's a good time. Would you hang out naked? <laughs> yeah, I mean, have you seen that laptop? I mean, I, I, so many dongs in that laptop. I felt like I was on a women's swim team. It was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah, especially uh, Penn, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm trying to keep it local here. I know. I know. You are. It's I'm good. Kidding, I'm it's kidding. Good. Um, but tell me, tell me about life with. So we first worked together, at, and it's such an honor to have Jimmy Fela in the house here on the Dawn Show. He's a, a really a world-renowned broadcaster, host, and author. I think best known for hosting the Fox News radio show Fox Across America since March of 2020. Dad, somebody who's very you are so funny. You really you're so freaking funny. And I love it because we need more humor in the world because these are serious issues. A lot of people get very serious, very grumpy. And you make us laugh because I think otherwise, Jimmy, we'd probably cry. Oh, shucks. Well, you got to ease up on the public compliments because I'm going to have to give my drug dealer a raise. <laughs> you know, this isn't, come on, Tony. You want to send a nice note, we'll hug it out. I'll, I'll tell you I love you because you know I do. But on the air, Tony. It's like you're going to have to start paying the rate increase if you're going to talk like that, girlfriend. I mean, come on. Have you seen inflation lately? I mean, yes, it's not I good. Know. It's not good. But, yeah, uh, really quick, just so everybody understands, what, I've, what I find in my approach to the news uh, that I think everyone could embrace a little bit more of is, especially say you're like a conservative. Say you're a conservative and you are on a mission. You want to create more conservative voters. You want to draw more people to the cause. People are more inclined uh, to frequent your space if they're having fun than if they're leaving it angry. You know, and what I found in like the time I spent driving a cab in the city is listening to a lot of talk radio and I would usually shut it off mad. And I was like, well, this isn't good for me. And, you know, at the time, obviously, I was doing a lot of things that weren't good for me. You know, as a kid, you know, driving 84 hours a week and everything in between. And uh, I think if we had more fun with the news, the benefit in society would be, you know, maybe a little bit less of a political divide. But more than that, we could kind of just take the edge off of, you know, all of the speech police Mm -hmm. because it's a hard way to live. I don't think anybody's happier, like in the age of, you know, incentivized outrage on Twitter and stuff. We all have to live with a 24-hour law firm on retainer in our heads. (laughs) And it's really just because people are more concerned with what you say than what you do. Like, think of the Jason Aldean song. People want to ruin his life because he's singing about violent criminals. But nobody's (laughs) complaining about the violent criminals. I'm like, dude. I got to be honest with you. The guy with the gun is a bigger concern to me than the guy with the guitar. But <laughs> I, I'm in the minority here. And yeah. I just like, this it's not. I'm telling you the compass is broken if this is the way we're going to move forward. Yeah. Yeah, we have Nuts. We have here in Philadelphia at a, a major institution. This is uh, Thomas Jefferson University Hospital. And somebody mm-hmm. who has is, is, is a highly respected immunologist, a doctor by the name of Mark Tykachinsky, right? So they promote him to the dean of the medical school there, but he's been there. He's a researcher. I mean, you never hear anything but glowing remarks about him. And somebody Mm -hmm. who's 70 years old has dedicated his life, right, to the medical profession. Unfortunately for him, he's not on Twitter a lot. He had, during the pandemic a few times, bookmarked or maybe pushed the little heart by some Mm -hmm. things that he says he's a researcher 
and he's an mm-hmm. immunologist and so on. So he had hearted some things that I guess were about the COVID vaccine or transgender surgery things, the perception there. I have no idea of the guy's politics, but the bottom line is he was forced to resign from his position. Oh, my goodness. Which is insane. You know, so, you know, I'm just thinking, you know, they want somebody who's who's politically correct. Like if you go to the hospital I would think you, I don't care what somebody's politics, if I'm rushing, you know, being rushed to a hospital for a major emergency, I don't want somebody who's like, can talk like this and say, um, you know, <laughs> I totally want my latte with my caramel shot of macchiato. You know what I mean? I just want the good doctor. But that's where we're going here. It's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's scary. You can't, you don't ever want to erase a meritocracy you know, the best analogy I could give you is like if you were at the racetrack, if you were betting on horses, you're probably not going to bet on the horse with a 600-pound jockey, you know, <laughs> and and that's what they're asking us to do now. And uh, I'm like, I'm telling you, this doesn't end good for us. This isn't good. So you're right. It would help to bring back a meritocracy, and it would just help to chill out a little bit. Everybody's so contentious. But the reason the person you just described winds up in that position is because the left now labels any criticism as hatred as, you know, some type of bigotry or transphobia, and it makes it harder to have the debate and they wind up getting their way because people go, I don't want to get screamed at. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I think now more than ever, you have to cartoon those positions to kind of take the edge off of them. Because, you know, we don't hate anybody. You know, if you're listening right now, you're a trans person. No conservative hates you because you're trans. Now, if you're one of those people who has speakerphone conversations on your cell phone in public, everybody (laughs) hates you. But not because you're trans, because you're an a-hole. That's why they hate you. It's not specific to one party. It's both parties. Even the independents hate you. There's guys that are still in the Whig party that'll hate you for that. But it has nothing to do with what you identify as. You know, you talk about the conversation and chilling when... Your first, when, when I first heard you, and you, I think it was Rich Cioli, it was a Friday, he was off, and you came on and blessed us with your presence, right? And so you were telling your Kennedy stories. And I'm texting my girlfriends, he doesn't know Kennedy. Kennedy would kill him. He's saying, like, they got liquored up together. She's mortified. If she heard this, blah, blah, blah. But then you guys went on tour together, and I've seen you together. And yep. You actually are, you know, I think it's adorable, but I have Aww. to, I'm making my confession Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. I really thought you were, like, making up Kennedy stories. I did. <laughs> <That's> so silly. <laughs> I wish they were made up because I wouldn't have to spend so much time getting her off my front lawn when she's hammered on a Sunday. <laughs> you know, it's only so many times I can explain to the neighbors that, uh, you know, the K train took a wrong turn on the tracks again. Uh, yeah, and you know what? Like, so I met her. She's the first person I met here at Fox. Like, she was the one who hired me. I used to write her show. And uh, when I did her show for the first time, I was a cab driver. Her booker saw me in a comedy club, invited me to do her show. And I showed up the first night with to Fox in my life with my taxi double parked outside. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, I ran in, did her show. I was leaving. Kaylee McEnany was on the show at the time uh, as a guest that night. And uh, we had a really funny goodbye in that lobby because I was like, anyway, I got to run. I got to catch my cab. And Kaylee goes, there's nobody in it. And I was like, oh, here's the thing. I'm like, it's actually my cab. Like, I, didn't, I, was, I was inhaling it. I was driving it. If anyone needs a ride. Awkward as heck. But that's, that's, that's the origin story of this Marvel superhero. That's where it started. That's hysterical. When is your oh. next... I know that you have. You already have one book under your belt, right? When, what's your next book? I have a book coming out in March. This is top secret. Like, it hasn't Ooh. been announced yet, Ooh. but it's coming out with HarperCollins this March, March 14th. 
And I'm, I'm not even kidding. I'm not allowed to say what it is. You want to know why? This what? is funny. It's not like some strict legal thing. It's because we're still not on. Uh, we haven't settled the log line on the cover of the book because it affects the design of the cover. And until that is settled law, you can't actually promote it because when people search for the book, they won't find it if it's not under the same title and it actually affects sales. Like this was like they, they, they put a shock collar around my neck. It's kind of hot, actually. <laughs> so I just whenever I need a, you know, a little, little good zing, you know, I just start mentioning the book. It's going off right now, as a matter of fact, but uh, I'll work with it. I'm that, a pro. That reminds me of we had a dog with the do- one of those dog collars. We tried it out and. I look out in the yard, and there's there are my boys, and one of their crazy friends, he has the dog collar around his neck. <laughs> I'm not making this up. And he, they were testing out how bad the shock was. This is this is dealing with boys, teenage boys. You know, <laughs> I'm not making it up. <laughs> so, no, I know, I know you're not. People don't realize the insanity. Like, do you remember the TikTok challenge? Yes. And they were like, you know, these TikTok challenges. Like, we got to ban this TikTok challenge because there was one called the Kool-Aid challenge where kids were running through fences to break through a wall like Kool-Aid. And they're like, we got to ban that because the kids are getting hurt from this stuff. Absolutely they are. But here's the deal. If your kid is capable of attempting to <laughs> run through a fence with or without TikTok, that kid's going to have problems in life. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Yeah, that's my boy said, Mom, did you hear about the TikTok challenge? They're eating the Tide Pods. I said, yeah, yeah, those things are expensive with this inflation right now. You touch my Tide Pod, you're dead, all right? Just forget what it's going to do to you with you when you vomit. You know, I, I, do, I do have a little advice for you as far as your book title, the, the secret book that's coming out. You don't mm-hmm. want to have the word hate in the title. Because, of course, that's what ha- that's why Target then would ban it. That's what they said with Mark Levin's book. It had hate in the title. So that's well, why they couldn't at first. They were kind of, you know, if it has the word hate, Jimmy, uh, hate has no, no, no home I, here. I found the workaround, girlfriend. What? Because what I'm going to do is I'm giving away a free tuck bathing suit with my book. <laughs> and it's going to say, don't you hate when your three-year-old transgender bathing suit doesn't fit right? <laughs> Here's a complimentary bathing suit, courtesy of the new Jimmy Fallon book. And not only is it going to be on the shelves, it's going to have its own display by the front cash registers right next to that Target Starbucks. They can't stop me, girls. We're doing this. Oh, I love it. I love it. What is it like for you to, I mean, you're kind of living the the dream here. You're a hardworking guy. I think that's what I love about you when you're on Fox because you're, you're just... Every man, you're every guy in my family, except they're not as funny as you. But oh, you're, you're, you're living the dream, though, are you not? I mean, are you pinching yeah. yourself? No, it's so crazy. But this is the deal. Like they keep you. You uh, honestly, like you're so busy here. It's like a it's like a well dressed hamster wheel. Like picture a hamster wheel if they gave the hamster hair and makeup while he was running on the wheel and <laughs> swigging from the water. It looks so much cooler to your family and friends. The fun of here of me is doing it. Like, dude, this phone call is great. Being on TV is great. You know, being on my radio show is great. The doing it is amazing. But the in-between is no downtime. Like, I'm writing a book. I'm working on a stand-up special that shoots in October. I'm wrapping up a documentary for Fox Nation that comes out August 7th. You know, I've been hosting the Saturday night show at 10 o'clock. And then I do radio three hours a day. And I do about 15 TV hits a week. So the, the hamster is just running. You know what I'm saying? 
And uh, it's it's amazing. It's the coolest time of my life, like in the chapter of my life. It's definitely the best chapter right now, uh, mostly because a lot of the things that happened in my gambling days wouldn't be printable if I wanted to keep this job. Uh, so for the purpose of this conversation, this is the money chapter right now. <laughs> Well, Someday there, when I'm retired and I release the director's cut, you'll hear some other stories. <laughs> well, there are days when I when I I always try to make sure that I watch you or that I have something on my phone that I can if I miss something. And I think to myself, as a, a long time you know TV local TV anchor, did Jimmy go in my closet and take you know my bright blue jacket with the black piping or the white piping? You've kind of sometimes ripped off like the anchor woman wear, where it's the jacket with the piping. Where do you get your wardrobe ideas? Uh, listen, I, I call it the overweight figure skater collection. <laughs> uh, I, I look like a guy who won a gold medal in the 90s. And he, he, you know, he didn't stay in shape, but he still dresses in the same outfits when he walks around. <laughs> uh, Love it. Uh, you know, but uh, it's, you know, I get them everywhere. I get them on the road, stores. Sometimes I'll find one on the internet. But I don't have, like, a go-to. That's the problem. Like, whatever people ask, uh, I, I, I probably don't own two jackets from the same source. I'm not even kidding. I have a jacket I wore on Gutfeld once that was like a leopard print. I don't know what. And I really got that at like a JC Penney's five years ago. And I just, <laughs> one day I was like, oh, I'd wear this tonight. And I just threw it on. But it does, that's kind of how I buy them. I don't buy them and wear them right away. I just see weird jackets in my travels and buy them. That's like my collection. You know what I'm saying? Now that I'm like, you know, I have a family now. You can't, you know, purchase women at the bar the way you could in my 20s. I have to buy a sport coat. <laughs> Vegas isn't the same for me anymore, Dawn. <laughs> I love it. Well, I know you're busy, and we thank you for taking the time out. Jimmy Fela, uh, you're a legend. I, I hope someday we see the Jimmy Fela fashion collection somewhere in a museum. You know, you could donate Ooh. it. You know, That's the museum for the blind. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> I had to beat somebody to it. I love you guys. Until next time, Jimmy Fallon. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.